0: And welcome to the Shakti Hour Podcast on Ramdas's Be Here Now Network. I'm your host, Melanie Moser, and today we're taking a break from the Shakti Sacred Music Series to bring you a special conversation with the brilliant Reverend Angel Kyoto Williams. I was so excited to get a chance to speak with Reverend Angel, and I love her book, Radical Dharma, and I love her enthusiasm for the liberation of all beings and really hope that you'll uh, tune in, listen in here, and also uh, go to the Shakti Hour page at BeHereNowNetwork.com and find a copy of her book. Get it, read it, and follow her. And just be delighted. I made a mistake when we were starting and didn't hit the record button, so we jump right in as I'm finishing my question, which is related to the Shakti Sacred Music Series in that I'm asking Reverend Angel about the value of listening in to different voices along the spiritual path and having a multitude of voices represented as in the seat of teacher and guides along that path. So forgive me for not hitting record in time, but you'll get right into her answer on that. And I think the whole thing will flow from there. Please do remember to subscribe to the Shakti Hour on iTunes and leave us a rating and review. You can also follow along at ShaktiSacredMusic.com for the special Shakti Sacred Music series continuing this year or find us on Patreon.com slash Shakti Hour. Thank you so much for listening and now enjoy this chat with the brilliant reverend angel i know that's a huge i know that i just like launched right into that but i know we don't have much time and i just was thinking of it as i was coming in to to sit with you that i just really wanted to hear Mm -hmm. what you had to say about that
1: yeah i think um Listening is what the spiritual path is about. I, you know, I think we spend most of our time we're socialized to we spend most of our time um, reifying us, our sense of identity by speaking and expressing and putting out what we are, and having people, you know, try to understand something of what is what is deeply in here by you know try to do something out there. Um, and in the process, I think uh, it's it's natural. It's uh, the, it, it is likely um, That in order to try to communicate something that is ineffable and incommunicable that we look to Things that are outside of ourselves in order to communicate something that is inside of ourselves and then uh, so much gets lost in translation um, the, the spiritual path to me, is about listening and discovering the thing that is um, the nature of who we are that is beyond what can be communicated, that is you know, not um, something of words, it's not something of even many of our conventional forms of creative expression. Uh, we we discover that so that we can do those, things, so that we can speak in words, so that we can uh, commit to our our chosen creative expressions, you know, whether those are forms of art or dance or movement or whatever it may be um, But also the spiritual path is about actually being fine With the ways in which one does not have to communicate those things. It's a it's it's finding a rightness with that which is in inexpressible and a comfort and uh, a sense of homecoming to You know a place that no one can go with you and uh, and drawing your power from that drawing your uh, Sense of joy your sense of possibility your sense of potential from that so I think it holds both of those things It's both something to listen to so that one can discover How to uh, a source of it's a source of discovery for expressing uh, what you are and who 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 you are and who you are becoming, but it's also simultaneously a way in which to come into deep comfort with who you are. So it it is that is for me the path. It is that listening.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's so beautiful. And so then, what is the value of having people in the seat of teacher or who you're sitting in and practicing that reflection with who resemble you or who hold the external identity that that you know supports who you think you are
1: <laughs> i think it's not much different in some ways than uh, language right and so there's a language that is um You know both the the languages inherited right from from social from society from culture from time Uh, so you know what it meant to be inhabiting the body of a cisgendered woman is Is different and mean and is communicated differently in this time than it did in another time. It's communicated differently in this place than in another place in society in this same time. So all of those factors have something to do with it and so I think uh, it is how we learn how to express the language of the particularities of our identities, of the the, the myriad facets of our identity. We learn how to communicate those languages, and we have our own language affirmed. We have our own truth affirmed. When we hear the nuances in in the language of someone that inhabits the same um, or apparent, apparently the same external identities that we are trying to communicate the unique experience of. And so, you know, in many ways, it helps to have teachers that embody the, the many facets of our identities. It's insufficient to have just female teachers if you're uh, if you inhabit the, the body and the sensibilities and the culture and you're trying to understand or express the language of what it means to be in a mixed race or an Asian or a black body. That is female because that body is uh, related to and spoken to and therefore communicated differently uh, As a result of those other facets of one's identity and this that's what intersectionality is all about and so our um, our spiritual lives are meant to uh, f- help us to find a path in which we meet ourselves, uh, but we meet ourselves on on the crossroads of many different intersections. We live at these intersections. And, and so if we are to have guides along those paths, then we should have guides that have been along some of the paths that we also travel in our spiritual journeys.
0: Right, right. Right. I just, as you're describing that, it just is, it's so, so much freedom in in the way that you are sitting in the seat of student and reflecting that back as you are surveying the possibilities out ahead of you to, to get the pieces of, wisdom from the different guides. I love the, I love the idea of guides and being on like a a path. I literally saw him had the image of being like on a forest path and encountering these different guides. And, um, and, uh, and in that way, you know, I feel like, um, I feel like that gives a lot of empowerment to Mm -hmm. each individual to do that. However, like you said, it is helpful <laughs> for someone to be there who reflects, you know, who's had some experience in. Who's spoken the language? Who, who's you spoken know, the language? Yes. Has,
1: who has spoken the language of the, mm-hmm. of the terrain through which you are traveling?
0: Yeah. So, um, so I, I'm just like going to crunch everything in really quick. So, <laughs> so, 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 so the other things I, I really I really wanted to talk about these these two words, which I'm sure uh, you're you're um, tired of talking about. But the two words, radical and dharma. I feel mm-hmm. like you you know from the people that I know, there's like probably half and half that are drawn to one or the other of those words. I love that they're together, uh, in that book. Um, yeah. so can you speak a little bit about them?
1: Yeah. Um, so I, I do, I say this often, it's important, I think, to he- have people hear it and from me as, as I relate to it. And, uh, yeah, and also to leave room for the ways in which you relate to. I think that's what's really important. I was talking about dharma first, uh, because dharma is um, intentionally a borrow word. There's many of the things one could have said, uh, but I really believe in the power of loanwords words to a language when a language is insufficient at uh, its ordinary translations, trying to express the um, myriad uh, uh, facets of of a particular word, and Dharma is one of those words that is, you know, uh, people get drawn to a, an interpretation of it. And so uh, often, uh, if people are Buddhist, they think of you know Dharma primarily as the Buddhist teachings. And and of course, if one is Hindu, there is another sense of like what one's spiritual. Uh, Practice is what like what's your Dharma and that sort of it's in some ways almost akin to what's your religion? Mm. Uh, Broadly speaking, it is what is your? Law what is the law that governs you? What is the what is your truth? What are the universal truths that govern us all but also what is your particular? Individual truth both at both as it exists, but also the the truth that you're being called towards and how do we uh, understand that middle ground or that um, inexpressible place that exists between the universal truth that all of us abide by as long as we're inhabiting bodies, and also the unique and individual particular truth that is mine, um, which neither denies the universal truth but 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 also doesn't. Uh, uh, overwhelm our own individual that own individual truth that we we have to inhabit something of that and and also the multiplicity of truths that also existing at the same time that your Particular truth is different than my truth. And how can I hold? uh, Room and create space in my body and my being for all of those truths rather than sort of thrashing about But this is one one singular truth, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I think of radical dharma as Taking up uh, on the other side radical which is which is whole Radix complete, you know Mm to to make whole so it's both whole as in complete right the the radical truth the whole truth um, But it's also the whole that makes us complete right Mm -hmm. it is uh, so to have one's truth one's uh, piercing into an interrogation of one's truth be complete. That is to say You can't just leave out the parts that aren't convenient for you. You have to take up You know both the truth that allows you to become but also uh, and, and, and become completely who you are but also the, the parts of the truth that many of us would have Denied or left aside. So there is our our collective truth of like the history of, of, a, of our country and Uh, How this country has come to be the way that laws were formed the way that people were left out of those laws uh, the way that people were Included or not included people were counted and discounted um, the way that people uh, Were buyers and sellers of other people's like so that is all a part of our collective truth and there's a way in which we can't really be in relationship until we allow the space for the myriad experiences that are part of that collective whole universal truth of us in our shared life as a as a so-called nation nations are funny things to me but you know (laughs) nation right? right and so radical dharma is that radical dharma is simultaneously your whole truth and the invitation for you to look into the whole truth the the truth of yourself, but parts of you that you have left behind, uh, in order to fit in somewhere, to un- try to understand yourself as belonging to a particular people or way or family or community, etc. Uh, and it's an invitation to go and get that part of you that you left behind, that is uh, leaving you, rendering you incomplete in the way that you mm-hmm. show up in the, in the way that you understand yourself, which therefore means that you. Um, naturally find um, uh, you're inclined towards more violence and aggression towards other people because you're, you yourself are not whole. I think that that's really ultimately that violence comes out of mm. this way in which we are forced to leave part of ourselves behind that both in the moment in our own lives but also historically that we have great violence that is uh, in this country as a result of the ways that many people were Uh, seduced into leaving a part of themselves and their understanding and their relationality to other beings behind in order to fit in to you know be a cog in the wheel or have access to resources and so on and so forth but it's also so it's so it's also calling for that radical dharma right (laughs) so the radical part behind but also the part that you have been um, you know induced into leaving behind Uh, so that some people could benefit and other people uh, pay the cost of those privileges and benefits that you have so that if we Interrogate truth if we're gonna have a darmen and we're gonna interrogate truth We we are called to interrogate the whole of the truth Um, both the parts that make you feel uncomfortable to acknowledge but also that is then an invitation that you also get to leave the parts that you left behind because you felt you had to leave them behind. Mm -hmm. So you, you understand what I'm saying? It's like when we leave out this truth that don't work for us, we are also become equipped to leave out the parts of us that we desperately need in order to become whole human beings. So we've, we've all got to work with this whole truth. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that is radical. It is yeah. radical. <laughs> that radical. is radical. Another way.
1: Yeah. You know. Um,
0: you know, Ramnas has said, you know, your karma is your dharma, which I've had different conversations with people about. I love it. I think it's playful. You know, there's so much in the word dharma, yeah. but but to what as you're describing it so eloquently now, that kind of fits in that, in that that kind of whole wholeness, dharma being this wholeness. Radical being wholeness, scooping all of that in and and taking that out. But, you know, I think that, you know, people might, um, I'm just speaking vaguely, people might, you know, attach to this idea radical. Radical is so, um, you know, empowering. Right now, people want change. Mm -hmm. They want it to be different. They want radical difference, right? They want a big difference. <laughs> and um you know what you're what you're calling out with the way you're describing that is something much more uh deliberate mm-hmm. you know <laughs> there's a there's a there's a massive inventory you're you're i'm i'm hearing in what you're saying there's a huge inventory of yeah. um, of work that's not radical you know blow it all up right dharma that's yeah. radical like whoa like there's that many stars in the sky yeah. radical <laughs> you know
1: yeah it's not a radical that you know like destroying or destro- things you know for the sake of it um i think though the the bigness when people are calling for that big change what they're saying is that i want something satisfying right i want something I want the, meat, the meal to be complete. I always have this, this challenge when I go to restaurants, you know, it's like, they, they're giving you something, but there's always something missing in the meal, you know. Mm. That, and so all of your tastes, right, your, the, the, the palate of your sense of satisfaction is not, um, is, is not met because of the incompleteness. And I think the incompleteness is the incompleteness of the truth of ourselves. And so in the ways in which we are called to leave uh, certain truths out because it's inconvenient politically, it's inconvenient socially, it's inconvenient as a result of the the pathology of of of, of white supremacy and uh, the pathology of patriarchy. Um, then we end up with this deep sense of dukkha, dissatisfaction, disease, this right. this, this suffering that feels like ah. Uh. And so the call for radical change is actually a call to be met. I think that that's what people people are saying. Like I want to be met. Mm-hmm. I want to feel my in my society, in my government, I want to feel a sense of being met for the for the complexity of who I am, mm. and and you and, and it can't be done when uh, there are other truths that have been left behind. You know, churches, uh, conventional churches, Christian churches are failing and falling because men of them, many of them have aligned themselves with distruth. and by aligning themselves with dis truth and leaving something uh, that's so important, you know, for our sense of being whole and in integrity what they've also is undermined their capacity to uh, be able to serve people in the in a place of healing Because mm-hmm. if you leave out the truth, then you can't be healed you can't be whole, right? right. And so um, there's a lot of uh, institutions in our societies which have Put located themselves in a place in which they can't be honest. They can't be whole they can't be true with the people and therefore they feel empty and so people want radical change because Because we want to be met in who we are you know We're in a place and in a time in a society where we have a really sneaky feeling that we haven't gotten You know all the all the goods and we want all the goods. We want to be met. You know, we want we want to be met in our complexity uh, we we want to be met in the in the nuances of who we are, and 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 have ourselves feel that 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 this too, this this is welcome too. That that the whole of who you are can belong.
0: Right, and that is the reflection of of Mother Nature herself. That complexity, that diversity, that intricate balance of everything. That's right. <laughs> the
1: only thing that nature abhors is a vacuum. The only thing it abhors is a vacuum, and so a vacuum is to say that something is left out. That there's a there's a not the good emptiness. <laughs> there's a there's an emptiness. There's a deadness when when we uh, partition ourselves off, and and you know it's like having uh, a limb that is uh, that you know is there but you've never experienced it, and 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 so there's a this deep sense of loss of the wholeness of yourself, uh, it, you've not come to the kind of fruition. And I would say that it's that's different for people that have been, you know, disabled in some way by, you know, not having limb that maybe had that limb at one time. And so at least they have the memory of it. They have a sense memory of it. Uh, I think for a lot of us, we're living in a time and a sense of a deep spiritual emptiness, a a deep spiritual vacuum where we know we were meant to be something more whole, more multifaceted, more caring, more connected, more human uh, than what the society and its structures and its cultures are allowing us to be. And we're yearning to be it.
0: Yeah, yearning is a great word. And so then my question then is, is how do you balance or how do you direct people on the path to balance that desire to be met from the outside in and the, with within themselves? Mm-hmm. Right. Because, because, because um, for maybe it's the same. But I feel like there can be one or the other. Some of us are drawn to more looking for ourselves to fulfill, to create the systems, to fix the external, to reflect back to us. Some of us are drawn more in and looking to try and make that wholeness within. And how do you have people bring a balance into that or how do you address that?
1: well i I think they are the same and i think it's just you know orientation like which direction we we face uh in in terms of having that met you know that's a sort of complex set set of uh reasons and you know some of us uh don't have the same external pressures and so you know the internal world feels like that's the place that we can go and, and meet it more readily because the external uh, pressures are not so heavily weighing up upon us. And some of us feel the sense of, you know, the intensity of the, the external um, uh, in inequities and the external imbalances so that that our attention is turned there. So ultimately I think it's different. And I think, uh, I mean, I think it's the same thing. And I think they solve, they res, they'll resource themselves, uh, you know, in in either direction because ultimately you have to you have to meet one in when you when you go deeply into the other and so when you are uh deeply in connection with uh, the this the stuff of your your interiority that finds that there is it's it's missing uh what it means to have a natural sense of care and curiosity and connection with peoples that are of different backgrounds. And you when you start to recognize in yourself your own contraction, uh, when you come up against people that are different, and and if you're willing and you're courageous and, and your path uh, is, Formed in such a way that you will interrogate that and not say like, oh, okay Well, you know, I just feel kind of off there. I'm gonna go this other we will go this other way But if you dig in you have to say what is that? What is that? What why am I cut off here? Why am I? limited here? Why do I uh, diminish my Mm. capacity for love and connection and extension and openness and possibility when it comes to these people of this color, culture, background, gender, faith, uh, ability, uh, age, whatever it is, you know, uh, political party, we know, whatever it is. Like if we refuse to accept that we are anything other than Liberated uh, fully fully liberated human beings that uh, that it is in our innate You know in our, our innate capacity and it is truly our birthright as as awake beings to love Everyone and it doesn't mean that we excuse behavior with our love right that our love actually includes holding people accountable For poor behavior, but if we accept that that's actually our birthright to 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 love And to be connected and to be curious and to and to want to know and to and want everyone to be well and taken care Of if we accept that that is what's true Then we treat everything that's in the way of that as part of our spiritual path. It's not our political path It's not the thing that we do for social change or social justice or anything like that It's
0: what we do because
1: that is our birthright as spiritual beings on the planet
0: Right That is absolutely lovely. And I really just think that um, (laughs) I'm really opening my own heart and mind to the depth of possibility in using the creation of the external world as a means to reveal the inner world (laughs) because I was somebody that was much more inclined to the inner path. And so, and that, and that can be after a bit, a bit, uh, lonely to come and look out with a lot of people focused on the outer path and wanting them to come in and and trying to find a place for us to meet one another has been, um, I, I think a bit of the frustration, but I think also it's, I think that's the what you what you're challenging us to do is to carry through that to not to not stop there and to push through that frustration to find the true connection and i love that you're calling it a, a birthright because it's just like what really you know we really can have all this and we're not talking about things those that you know these things are, are wonderful access uh you know care, nurturing, food, education, you know, all these things are, are wonderful, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about this rich inner need to be connected to ourselves and one another. Mm-hmm. And then that, that is, you know, that's this this cycle that we're pulling together through a, a spiritual path. So mm-hmm. if somebody is not on, <laughs> A quote unquote spiritual path. I know I think we have to wrap soon, but then is is there uh what is the in best entry point, let's say, into the practice of of radical dharma?
1: Well I, I think that you know I think that uh justice is a spiritual path, right? Mm. Uh to the degree that we understand the we are we, we we move more deeply into our sense of what it means to be just. If you, it mean, really, in anything that you interrogate deep enough, you just end up at the 10,000 things. That's what Zen talks about, right? It's right. like one thing is the 10,000 things. The question is, do you go deep enough? And so, uh, is your justice about justice just for your people, right? And then you stop there. Well, then you just have what is an externalized social. Um, enterprise, if you will, that is about acquiring a certain amount of rights and et cetera and access for a a, a particular group of people and you end there. Well, you know, and that's um, that is uh, spiritual in the sense of, you know, it, it, it possesses a love for one's people. But if you continue and you move further into the path of like, well, what is connected to the ways in which uh, my peoples have been uh, left out or, you know, w- what is it about the people that w- withhold resources and access and possibilities from any, from my people, much less any other set of people, then you're, you're, con- you connect to the suffering of the people that would hold themselves in such a way that there's something that must be there mm. that uh, that is painful for them, that they would even, Put their energy and time into uh, oppressing other people, into lording over other people, into wanting more than one needs in order to than than is sufficient for one to uh, live and to thrive. Right? That, and, and and the contemplation, the interrogation of the of of the pain of that leads you deeply into the, a, a deep and, and rich spiritual path. Any direction is worthy it's really not so much about what direction, but rather what depth and, and does one limit oneself? And and I think it really does come back to the question of, do you believe that liberation is your birthright? Or do you believe it's kind of this accidental thing that happens to some people that are, you know, spiritually lucky or, you know, and they rolled the dice. Well, they got a good hand, you know, or do you believe that it's something that is absolutely possible For everyone that is possible in this lifetime and that you're entitled to it by the fact of your birth by the fact of your breath and presence in 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 this time in in this place and that that is Everything else that we're doing is some kind of a contribution and an unfolding and 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 for the fruition of you you meeting yourself and and having a a taste in, in of this of this full radical dharma this liberation that is that belongs to all of us or will you instead believe you know constructs in society that have told you uh you know no you know if you happen to love somebody great you're kind of lucky if you happen to love people outside of your own kind, you're sort of special because we're tribal and we're, you know, we're basically dragging our knuckles around on the floor still and uh, inclined to club each other to death. And that's all there is. And, you know, if you get to love a few extra people, you're lucky or maybe you're strange or weird. And, you know, and that's it. I mean it it really is a question of like which thing are are, are you going to turn your head towards and and your body and your being and your heart towards and say like you know i don't even know which of these things are true but i'm going to go with this idea that it is possible and it is my right to be unbounded love and I'm going to see what comes with that. And I'm going to do the practices and follow the path and the protocols that, you know, mm-hmm. has been handed down throughout time to to suggest that there is a way to find my way through that. It's up to you or I'm just going to like, you know, Decide that I, everything is. I've been born so that I can like acquire material resources. You know, watch as much Netflix as I want. You know, bury myself into Facebook or social media, <laughs> or smoking <laughs> or drugs, or you know, whatever it is. And like that's all there is. And and that's really what it comes down to. You know, is what you're doing, is what you're up to, is that feel like it? That's all there is. And are you are you happy with that, or are you willing to turn turn your heart towards the possibility that there's that liberation is waiting for
0: you. Hmm. Great. Are you willing to turn your heart towards that possibility? Is a great offering for everyone. <laughs> and I so appreciate it. And um and I just so, so, so appreciate your continued enthusiasm for that yeah. birthright and possibility for all peoples and and uh, and your commitment to embodying that and and sharing that through your own experience and your own teaching and your own living. And I just, I just, uh, really am super grateful to have gotten a brief moment to talk with you because I just, uh, am a total inept at this, at the the computer today, (laughs) but I do want to just encourage everybody to get this book, Radical Dharma, follow everything, Reverend Angel is doing, and and open yourself to this possibility. I mean, it is really get your sweatshirt too. It's amazing, yeah. radical dharma, awesome. Got to get one of those, <laughs> and um and you know just really uh, bringing this this joy into it. There's work, yeah, it's radical it's work. work. It's dharma. There's work, but there is this joy. Why not? Why can't there be joy on that path? Why can't there be joy in... in You know what I
1: want to say, Melanie, is like, and don't do it for someone else. Don't do it because, you know, you want to become like a a really good person. You want to be thought of... Just do it for yourself. Just do it for yourself and just decide like, you know, I deserve this. I, I deserve this. If something has like moved in you, if you're like curious or you're a little bit freaked out by what I said, like, go follow that. Go check it out. Just say like... Really? Me? Me? It's possible? Hmm. It, is, it is not just for like some small number of people that I follow, that I read, that everybody you read, everybody you look after, like it is possible. All they're saying is like, it's you. It's you. It's you. It's yours to be had. You, you just have to choose that this is the path that you're going to follow.
0: Love it. Awesome. Beautiful. so we're going to do this again in the future before 2020, I hope. Um, And, and, uh, and I just, I ask everyone this question, but I feel like we've already answered it, but I ask everyone to give a specific piece of advice to women and girls on the spiritual path. If there's anything (laughs) you want to add to that, you can, but I think you just gave it.
1: Sure did do it for yourself. Do
0: it Uh, for yourself.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Do it, do it, yeah do it be, not don't don't do it to become a better person but do it be, to become who you are
0: yeah which is so so liberating and so so important for each of us Um, I want to keep talking to you but I keep trying to wrap it up <laughs> but there you know there's a another teacher Adyashanti, shanti who who I heard him speaking recently say you know just because everybody's going to waking up doesn't mean everything is going to go one certain way. Each person's awakening is going to be as diverse as the diversity that's there. And that there, that's, I think what I'm gleaning from what you're saying there is it's not for me to, to do this, to join this group or to do this, to, to be like this person. It's really, truly for my life my experience yeah
1: yeah it's not a political party it's like hey let's (laughs) join the awake party you know and then we'll all you know vote the right person or something you know we'll be as complex and and interesting and weird and strange in our awakening as we are in our sleepwalking but why not be awake
0: yeah (laughs) why not be awake well So much gratitude and love to you. And I appreciate so much your time and your energy. And uh, we finally got to do this. I know, me too. And um and uh, I promise we're gonna do it again. And we'll have links to to find everything about Reverend Angel on the Shakti Hour page at Behernownetwork.com. And thank you again for your time. Thank
1: you so much. Thank you. Thank you for all your work and everything that you're doing.
0: From Ramdas to Sharon Salzberg, Be Here Now Network is home to over 17 amazing podcasts. But we can't do it without your continued support. Donate at BeHereNowNetwork.com slash fundraiser to receive an exclusive gift and help us continue to deliver over five fresh podcasts each week.